Hello. Hi. This is an introduction. Bob is stretching. I am Cal. I am stretched out, Bob. I'm stretched out. Like stretch Armstrong, but not stretchy in that kind of way. Um, wow. So this is a bit of a different episode. Where Take it away, Cal. Okay, we're going to be talking specifically about the, the new Spider-Man trailer and whether it's a problem for the movie or not. Yes, we've done an episode like this before about how much to have in a trailer, mm. but Cal hasn't done one. I haven't done one, and I have things to say and on this there particular is, one. And this trailer is has different problems to the Batman vs Superman one that we talked about with Sam last time. Also, yes. Sam has bad opinions, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so... So, so when this trailer... So after watching this trailer, we now know... Basically every beat that happens in the movie, every every we know act. the the main the main thing the, the main the central part of the se- first second and third acts yeah and it's really windy so it is really bumps windy. and knocks it's because it's windy shit. yeah um so yeah we now know that the first the second and the third act we know definitely what happens because this trailer goes through and shows Spider Man has his suit mm. he talks to Tony he says keep your ear to the ground so the first act is him just introducing us to him and at school and him doing some minor hero things mm. and at the end of that he assumably comes across the Vultures crew mm. and then the second act is the, the ferry bit Yep, where he goes to stop them at the ferry being like I gotta do something about this because no one else is gonna do it mm. and then because he's there Vulture fucks up the ferry cuts it in half and then he has to do that and then if it wasn't for the fact that Iron Man turns up at the end of that that the fairy probably would have fallen apart and everyone would have died. Mm. And then th- at the end of that, Stark takes away his fancy suit, mm. has a yell at him, and then we ha- he has to take on Vulture at the end without the suit. Mm. So. And that first... goes from being in a car park to on the beach to on a plane. Yeah. Assumably. Or it's maybe the other way around, but I assume the escalation from what it looked like was... Yeah. No, sorry, beach is last because he doesn't have his mask in the beach ones. Yes. We're also going to entirely spoil the whole movie by theorising. Sure. So if you've already just listened to that, sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Sorry. In the first trailer, it opens with him in the car with Tony Stark. My imagining now is that that scene happens at the very end of the movie. No, I reckon it still happens at the start. I think it happens at the end after Peter Parker has redeemed himself and Tony Stark says, you can now actually keep the suit. You've earned it back. I I disagree because it makes more sense to have that and the whole keep keep grounded, keep your ear to the ground, just be a friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. Don't go be crazy. No, no, that'd happen when he goes and talks to him at the at, at Stark Tower. You might be you might be right, but I, I, I feel like that interaction is a very early on, post just post the airport battle thing. Could be basically what what I what I wanted to like what what I thought. Because because of that change in my head, it does feel like what they tried to do originally was tell us ambiguous things about the show, about the movie, and in an order that is out of sync, so that when we watch it, it all seems fresh and new and something interesting. This second trailer, showing it to us in basically chronological order, is is what is ruining the, the, the I think is what people are going to argue is the problem. Now we know it from start to finish. I think even if we had seen these exact same things, but in a less directly linear fashion, it would have been fine. 
I think all you had to do was, in part, remove um, all three of the two of the three vulture fights at the end, mm. and remove the bit where you see him uh, lose the suit. Yeah, and then show very few things of him in, in the old suit mm. because what? Well, yeah. And that's the other question. Do we even need a second trailer for this movie? Who isn't going to see this movie? Who is now... Who wasn't going to see this movie? Who, after seeing this trailer, is? Yeah, but I think they have a quota of trailers they have to make or they have to keep the hype going. But at this day and age, it's going to keep going anyway. You just show that in the theatres before any movie in the months before and it's going to make people go, oh, yeah, cool. You'd be better off showing some behind-the-scenes stuff with some, like, some Tom Holland doing some goofs on a green screen releasing that on YouTube, that would get you more eyes on it and I, I think would you know reveal less and yeah you know, ha- have people just as engaged. I, I agree. And that would all, that, that's almost a better way to do it. Like how they did the Infinity War, um, we've started filming thing. Yeah. Like that was fine. that was really good. That got me really keen for it. Just to see those people on screen together on a green screen was great. Yeah, we yeah. They didn't give away the entire plot that we don't actually see anything really we just mm. see them in the green screen in their normal human clothes mm. so as far as this this technique of giving trailers away and, and and starting with something more ambiguous leading to something that's much more direct for people who are still I mean and about whether they're going to go and see it um, like I think that basically what they're trying to do here is get people who, like, people who don't, people who care about spoilers are going to be avoiding the trailers anyway. You, sometimes you can't, though. I mean, Some, what if that was an unskippable ad or on YouTube? Or, or it plays at the cinema. Or it plays at the cinema before another movie. That got me, what, what got me for that? I think it was Terminator Genesis got ruined because I went and saw the, the trailer got played before a movie and I was trying to avoid trailers mm. for that because I heard that the trailer spoiled the movie. Mm. And then I saw that and I went, well, I'm not seeing this in cinemas anymore. Yeah. Well, and, and then I didn't. <laughs> Lucky you, sir. But, I mean, so, yeah, that does sort of blow my theory out of the water, but I think that that's essentially what they're going for, is that if people if people are going to come in just to just see Spider-Man, the first trailer will do that for them. If people want to know, is this going to be a movie that I like, giving away every major plot point will will tell people, yes, this is a movie that you're going to like. And I still think that this is going to be a perfectly fine Marvel movie, and we probably could have guessed the beats as we were watching the movie anyway. We could have guessed... See, that's the thing. Um, if you compare this to the Batman vs Superman one that revealed Doomsday, mm. all that did is tell us that Doomsday is the end battle at the end, yeah. which is the, the reason why Batman and Superman had to stop fighting and whatever. Mm. We still don't know really... We know there would be an inciting incident for them to fight. We don't know what it was. We knew there would be a fight because we saw them doing a little bit. We didn't see all of it. Mm. And we saw a tiny bit of Wonder Woman. Yeah. We don't know exactly what happens at the start, the middle, and the end. We just know that Doomsday turns up at the end, which wasn't a surprise anyway, mm. really. But the thing about Batman vs Superman is that it was such a schmozzle and it was such a... Uh, we didn't before know. release, though. Well, yeah. you got to think about it before release rather than after. Before release, it there were times when it looked like it would be good. Bloated, but could be okay. Yeah, there was a time when people sort of weren't 100% sure that all DC movies are going to be trash. And the the main criticism of the Doomsday thing was oh, that just looks like the cave troll from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> which it nothing does. like Doomsday, which <laughs> was a smart move because over the course of the film Doomsday's appearance changes. Yeah. More classic Doomsday. Yeah. So they kind of there was still something to reveal there. 
Yeah, and, and so. it is arguably better the way they handled the, the Batman vs. Superman thing. But I remember watching the first trailer and going, oh, I'm actually really keen for this. And then watching the second trailer and going, well, they just revealed the whole thing. I'm, I'm done and I don't really care anymore. Yeah. Which I didn't get with this because there were still things that were... like It was showing me new new content. I think that I was interested in that, like, I, I, w- I was interested in seeing the friendship with, with Spider-Man and his weird sidekick guy because that's something that we've never seen before. And, yeah. and we got and it was highlighting the aspects of, of high school Peter Parker, which we've never seen on screen before. We've seen a tiny bit, but also I don't think we'll get a whole heap of that. Well apparently apparently that's the plan. They they're doing three movies in high school. Really? Yeah. Mm. That he's supposed to be in like year nine and then we'll get year nine. It, like oh, that's right, because they're gonna do like 12. a Harry Potter type thing. Yeah, that's what they so they've cast a heap of really young actors. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think that is the idea. I don't know how much they're going to stick to that or whether that's going to work out, but it seems like they're exploring a new version of Peter Parker that we haven't seen before, and showing us more of that is always a good thing. I've got no problem with that. I think my only problem is that I'm pretty sure that the way he beats the Vulture... Well, not even necessarily beats the Vulture. Like, I think the Vulture's going to get sucked into that turbine. Nah, because it looks like there's a heap of debris on the beach. We're also... I don't like doing... Breaking it down because that that deliberately ruins the movie for yourself when you start thinking about yeah, it like that. Yeah. And I like to go into a movie and be surprised, but at this point, I feel like there is nothing this movie can do that can surprise me anymore because I know all the major beats now. Yeah, but I, I think them. I think what we're going to see though is really well written characters and and some fun interactions between them, and we're going to see a genuinely good Spider Man movie. The thing is that we've just been told yes, we're going to see a good Spider Man. See, and the thing that. Because last time, I think, no, the time before, episode before last, we watched the, talked about the um, Arnie one, where mm. he's play, uh, his wife and his, his granddaughter and his daughter, his yeah, wife get, and his daughter die in the plane crash. Yeah. And that that's a kind of movie where the trailer shows you the whole movie, but doesn't show you the final confrontation at the end with him mm. having to go up the air traffic control guy that went and had a piss and let the train, Bleh. let the planes crash. Mm. The difference between that and this, in my mind, is that film, Old Man Arnie, is about an emotional journey. Yeah. It's not about the action or the flashy bang-bangs, mm. whereas Spider-Man and Marvel movies, they have some emotional things, but they're always a back seat. It's always flashy, action, bang-bang. Civil War is the best example of that. Mm. There is 20 minutes of story, massive excuse to, uh, building up to a flashy bang bang massive flashy bang bang 10 minutes of story flashy bang bang fight mm. this and and the dialogue is entirely quips for the middle third of the film mm. I feel like this is going to be very similar and I'm not going to that film to watch Spider-Man's emotional journey I'm watching him to like cook some fools yes yeah. well I mean I think that basically what we're going to get out of this is another story of um Tony Stark having created another enemy for himself and Peter Parker nearly, like, taking responsibility for it for some reason and nearly, you know, getting killed. Like, I think what we're going to see is is just as much an Iron Man story as a as a, as a, a Spider-Man story. Yeah, like an epilogue to Iron Man's. Y- yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that, like, that's a good thing, but that is given away here. That could have been a really good... Yeah. subtext thing to have in the movie he, his involvement is kind of now spoiled by that we see him because the first trailer ends with just him and Iron Man flying around mm. and that's like oh cool 
Oh, cool. It's not just Tony Stark, it's Iron Man. Mm. This time it's like you see that and then you see him saving the ferry mm. and now it's kind of like, oh, okay, so Iron Man definitely is in this and you see Vulture holding the Iron Man helmet, Can which I... was kind of cool. Well, so I can't remember. I, I watched Mr. Sunday movies thing of this a little while ago. Uh, there, was, there, there was an implication that... Um, um, that Vulture is part of the cleanup crew, or the, or, or some, the or the, 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 this this character was part of a company who um, who used to clean up after the, like the the big Iron Man fights and the and the other things and uh, I, I don't know and, yeah. and so like damage control people. damage control that's the word and um, and then Stark basically privatized that within the Avengers brand and got them all out of a job was the implication. And then they're using the tech that they've salvaged from doing that to then become villains and rob banks and, you know, earn a living. That's I think possible, is the but seeing as damage control was slated to be another TV show. Mm. And the last time that I saw Vulture in something that wasn't Ultimate Spider-Man where it's weird, mm. uh, he was an employee for Stark that has a good idea it's like some weapon or something. He goes, nope, you're fired. Yeah. And he's like, why you fire me? Yeah, that's... So, that's... I mean, Vulture's you're never... probably more right. I mean, it's probably something like that. He, he he has a crew of people that are like, they all do work together or something, and then Tony Stark fucks them over in some way. So this is uh, Mr. Sunday Movies Theory based on the, um, on the news screen where you see Tony Stark on the, on the screen. It says damage control in the bottom right corner. Mm. So that's that's what that's all based on, and I think it holds up. And then Spider Man on the ferry talking about illegal weapons and stuff like that, and how that has, you know, that they're late for this fucking. Th- I can't remember. Exactly. Just, that's just a joke, though. I, yeah, he but, says you're sorry. The illegal fer- uh, the illegal arms dealing ferry was like uh, before okay. you you've missed it. Whack. Hoppa, <laughs> hoppa. I'm I'm just looking forward to seeing like a proper Spider-Man fight scene again. Yeah, with all these cool gadgets. Mm. That's all you had to do is just show us more gadgets. Mm. Just the the web bomb and the little the little chest bug. Yeah, what show what? us that? And I would have been happy. You didn't have to give me. I just didn't want to see old suit Spider-Man. Mm. Or maybe just the slightest glimpse of that to be like, oh, that's probably just a flashback. Mm. Then I'd be like, oh no, we have to see him in his original costume. How cool. Yeah, you never really see it. Having that whole give me the suit back scene in there was just unnecessary. Yeah, and I think that's the crux of it is that is the big bit that goes, here is a massive part of the film. Mm. And it just, yeah. Well, and it's like we know what Spider Man's motivations are going to be. It's that he feels responsible for this in some way. Because that's. that's that's what Spider-Man yeah, is. That's his thing. Yeah. So, like, we don't need we don't need you know that major like everyone knows what that thing is going to be anyway. Show us why Spider-Man feels that way in a trailer if you want to. Yeah. But I, I I'm leaning much more towards if you can, and I know it's you know a huge financial investment and not particularly good. But if we had a scene a bit that was like. You know, not even necessarily a, a scene from the film. If it was Spider-Man, if it was Peter Parker and his f- sidekick in in the basement, going, "Hey, I built this new thing. Look what it does!" And like web goes everywhere or whatever. Ten seconds long. That would have been great. I would have been interested in Spider-Man again. Put I mean, it, yeah. for a movie like this, it's probably almost better to 
you have bits of the, the final bit, the exciting bit, and then you have most of the clip is just the first act and voiceover from the second and third. Mm. And then that's fine. Like, because the, the voiceover, um, Michael Keaton's voiceover toward the end yeah. is in the first trailer, and it's fine because it's just over him, like, brief shots of the vulture and, and Spider-Man just saving people and you have no context for it. Yeah. But they gave us context this time around. They showed us large bits of the last fight. Mm. And, yeah, you're right. They should have just had more goofy stuff mm. and kind of highlight what the centre theme of the film is of just mm. it's a young, goofy Spider-Man's. Yeah. And his wacky friend in the fat suit. Yeah. Well, and, and so, okay... Getting a little bit off the edit, the, off the thesis of this, how the fuck does that suit shrink down onto him? <laughs> I don't know, but it's cool. It is pretty cool, but I feel like if it's vacuum sealed, then there's like foldy bits of the I mean, suit. The there. bigger question really is why his friend was holding that big Lego Death Star just like he was. <laughs> like, and not like it's a precious I, I don't want to like... That's a UCS. That's an Ultimate Collector's Series, Lion Cow. <laughs> Like you're such a fucking nerd. You don't just like be playing like, and it's a playset one, obviously, because it's got like little spots where you can put people. You're but a massive fucking you nerd. Like, you know how long it's gonna take to put that back together? You're such a hours, dog. like a day, like a, a day to fix that. God damn it! Oh. yeah, yeah, I'm a nerd. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have your vices, I have mine. Okay, so the mine question is, is then: <laughs> Is this a problem? Does this? Is this going to make people not watch the movie, do you think? Fuck no. This will have no financial effect on the film. It's just... Yeah. I it's a... It, I, a lot. One day it will. One day they'll go too far. This method is a bad method. Yes, it's but bad. it doesn't matter for Marvel Disney. But I'm less excited about this now. And I might not see it twice because of that. Mm. I might only see it once. So there. Well, because you've already seen it once. Yeah. Ba-doom. <laughs> um, yeah. So now they won't get 30 bucks out of me. They'll get 15 Yeah. ish. Yeah. Unless they put it up again. God. <laughs> we should I do remember an editorial when, on, on cinema prices. I remember, right. Fucking. Or, or back in my day. Yeah. Student fees. Yeah. Student price. 13 bucks. 15.50 now. Seven years later. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's gone up two fifty. Bullshit. <laughs> so mad. Oh, no, I've been tapping I'm, the I'm table. That's sure, bad. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm pretty sure at one point, cinema tickets were like ten bucks each. Yeah, for, for students. Bullshit. Least. Yeah, um, it's annoyed. It's completely ridiculous. Because I mean, I know the how the movies work is just weird. Like, it just doesn't make a goddamn lick of sense. Because they, do they make money? They don't make money off the tickets. They make they money make off the popcorn. fuck all money off the tickets. They make all their money off the popcorn. Nah, they should make it better. Well, then they should not feed us fucking popcorn. Feed us something good. Like hot dogs? Like, well, yeah, but don't take... Oh, don't take nine hours. Dogs. I don't know Because you know, you know how you fucking cook hot dogs en masse? You, you have a big fucking water bane... With fucking a heap of hot dogs yeah, already yeah. in it. You just pull one out, you yep. put it in the fucking bun, you give them the bun, you yep. go, what do you want on it? We- Sauce, bacon and cheese. Fuck like, oh, boom, boom, boom. There you go, fuck off. Do we need to tell them the story of the Bullman and the Brendan and the hot dog? <laughs> Where we, we go to the cinema with some friends, 
and they hadn't had tea or they were real hungry so they both ordered hot dogs separately oh my God. it took so fucking long to them for them to cook the hot dogs i watched them get it out of the freezer like get the uh, yeah. hot dog out get it out of this like fucking tupperware container mm. that had like three hot dogs in total in it because mm. they clearly don't sell many hot dogs and watch them like cook the thing Hot dogs cooked. Now we've got to cut the bun open and cook the bun. Mm. And now we've got to put them together and cook them again. Yeah. And, and I was like, what? It's fucking shit. Like, hot dogs are really fucking easy to cook. If, if Even if you don't have the, um, the the equipment. If you've got a bloody... If you've got a microwave and a hot dog and a bun, it's done. Like, you don't need to do anything else. Uh, that's not how it works. And apparently not enough people order hot dogs. Well, that's the thing. Also, who gets a fucking hot dog at the cinema? You, well, I don't want to be trying to watch a movie and looking down to eat. Like, nachos is dumb. But see, this is the big thing about the standardisation of franchises in, in, in this country. Like, the now that the Bendigo Cinema and the Shepparton Cinema are like... Well, because Village has homogenised their branding across every cinema. Yeah, because Bendigo used to be its own thing and it's not as much its own thing anymore. Mm, well, so I, I'm pretty sure Village basically stopped doing the weird contracts they did with local cinemas. Yeah. Um, and, and started going, no, if you want to have access to the movies that we buy and distribute, you need to do all these other things. I hope they tear down the Ballarat one. It's an affront to cinema. I've never seen experience. Don't think I've ever even gone to the Ballarat. Have I told you about the one time I went? Go on. And it was... uh, Okay, so (laughs) imagine the lobby, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got where you get the tickets. Yeah. That's fine. Now, where the candy thing is, is like on the opposite side of the room, right? right? And then so there's the entrances, like the south side, where the cinemas are is the north. East is is where the tickets. West is where the the candy machine and the the coffee and shit is. Yeah, go now. The candy bar and that is yep. elevated about three feet. <laughs> and Just there is a ramp, right? <laughs> okay. Now, because where the, the, the register is is in the corner, mm. like this, where the near the door or where the door wall would be, yeah. in order to line up for it, yeah. you got to be like standing half on the slope, half off the slope while people are taking six days ordering fucking milkshakes and shit. Yeah. Stupid little kids and then this other fat family were taking seven. <laughs> they weren't a fat family, so there's like six of them and they took so long to decide <laughs> that they all wanted popcorn. Yeah. And then, so you got to stand like half on a thing, half off a thing. And it's just, that's bad. Then you get into the cinema, right? Now, in the cinema, how, what, tell me how the seats should be. <laughs> So you have the screen on the yeah. bottom, and yeah. then the seats. What do they do? They they they, they tier upwards so that way you're never looking. How, how much is the person? the separation between each tier? Like a, <laughs> like a, a good enough, a good amount enough usually. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 So, and so it's we're... definitely they definitely go up. Yeah. Yeah. They go up. I swear to God, <laughs> this one went the other way on a very gradual slope. There were no stairs. There were none. Like, it so, was so, a flat. It was, so, it, was, yeah. it was it was flat. It was it flat. Was, flat would have been horrible. Yes. Worse, I swear it inclines away from the screen. <laughs> it was just <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Worst cinema. Zero out of five stars. Jesus. Fuck, I'm never going there again. Uh, I'm sorry, all who movie lovers in Ballarat. Yeah. Go it, to a better cinema. Your cinema <laughs> sucks ass. Or at least that one cinema that I was in, maybe the other ones are better. I doubt it. Also, it cost me a foot to get some popcorn. <laughs> We've rambled for a little bit. Yes. Is there anything in particular about this trailer that you would change uh, Spider-Man. to make it better? Cut out the bit in the middle. Just and, that and you reckon it'd be fine? And the beach fight. Yeah, just those and you reckon it'd be fine? Yeah. yeah. Limit, limit the amount of old suit Spider-Man and cut out the Tony Stark yelling at him bit. 
Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Cut out, cut out the Tony Stark stuff we hadn't already seen. Yeah, that's basically all that I would change as well. Yep, it um, won't happen. But but that but that's the thing. If other movies are going to learn from this, that's what they need to know. Is don't put the inciting incident for something in a fucking in a trailer. Sometimes when your movie isn't about the emotional roller coaster, mm. like the Arnie one would be, or most of those stupid romance ones where it's like, he was a boy, she was a girl, they were in love, she gets hit by a truck and loses her memory, then he has to make her fall in love with her again in a really creepy, obsessive kind of way. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man, that's a creepy movie. I haven't seen it, but the trailer told me everything. Um, yeah. Yeah, when your film is not that, mm. and you're a flashy bang-bang movie, which you are Marvel, don't say you're not, you're a flashy bang-bang movie. And that's fine. It's fine. I'm happy with that. Mm. It's like Power Rangers. Yeah. Absolutely. They shouldn't have shown Megazord in the trailer, but that's fine. I mean... They didn't show heaps of it, but you gotta. there's got to be some reason to go to the cinema and see it. Exactly. Like, holding back on Spider-Man in Civil War is still something that I wish they did. Yeah. I wish I went into that film not having seen Spider-Man and being over the moon about how much Spider-Man's in the film. When, when Tony Stark says, I know a guy, and it says Queens... Yeah, I would have been like, "Oh shit!" Have us have there be hints that Spider Man's in the thing. Have yeah. the underoos and then see the web on the on the shield, and they don't see anything else. Well, I mean, because that's revealing. People enough. would have lost their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's enough. I mean, yeah, it probably they would have made all the money still. But if you want to build hype, hmm. there are better ways to do it than showing us the thing. Yeah, implying the thing is way better than showing the thing in some instances definitely even like I, I don't even know what you do in the trailer necessarily uh, for, do they want us to start pre-ordering of... tickets or something like is that it? I don't, I don't know uh, yeah I was going to say like because basically where they're going to make a lot of money out of this is like is selling popcorn selling advertisement no not, not advertisement but um, the, the selling merchandise and toys and yeah so they got to have the that shit gets leaked out anyway hmm so it doesn't matter. Like we're gonna, basically, whether people see the movie or not at this point is purely based on: Do you want to see another Marvel movie? Do you like Spider Man? Then, then you, you've got all the reason you need to see it. Doesn't matter if you know what the movie is. People are gonna go see it still. And even if they don't go see it, it doesn't matter. Are people gonna buy the Spider Man merchandise? Yes, because it's fucking Spider Man. So basically, what you're saying is the entire discussion that we've had up until this point is basically, at the end of the day, fruitless. Exactly. I've been Bob. I've been Cal. This is a very serious episode for the movies. Next week will be complete with more non sequiturs, silliness, and big gales of stupid laughter. Woo. Get excited. Oh, dear.